Welcome to the Badass Unicorn Podcast. I am producer Iron Man. Just a brief warning. Uh, this will have graphic language, and she will be truly honest. Uh, here is the Badass Unicorn. Hello, how are you? I'm hanging in there. Yourself? Good. How was your weekend? Uh, it's been busy. How was yours? I heard you had a fun experience at a lady doctor. <laughs> yeah, I went to the lady doctor because, you know, us women, we have to go. So I went in there and the nurse comes in, you know, and takes her blood pressure and everything. And then she says, well, make sure you take everything off. Here's your paper gown. So the doctor comes in and she looks over in the corner and she sees my leg because, you know, I'm an amputee. And I said, well, the nurse said take everything off. So I did. <laughs> you, you took everything off. And, yeah, leg. the leg. Yeah. Yeah. She thought it was funny. It didn't freak her out at all that you only had a no, half a leg? No, She said it was an easy exam. <laughs> oh. So that's how my week went. So anyways, today is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to everyone out there. Yes, happy isn't... Mother's Day to all. And today we have a special guest. Since it is Mother's Day, we have my mom, Mama Son. That is her name. We're going to call her this, Mama Son. This is the Mama Son that you went Stranger Danger in the grocery store. Yes. That you told okay. us about last week. Yes, that's okay. She knows. <laughs> she was there. She knows. <laughs> so she got her name Mama Son from uh, her adoptive son. So we just figured it sticks. We'll call her Mama Son. Yeah, so nothing wrong with that. So yeah. So without further ado, we're going to interview Mama Son. Hi, Mama Son. How are you? Good. Good. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Now, we, we have a question for you. What is it like being the mother of the biggest pain in the ass that you know? A pain. And she doesn't drink. I would have an alcohol I, problem. I, if you were my daughter, yeah, I, I would have drank by now. See? Nope. Nope. Just get high on life. <laughs> <laughs> So when when she was at the grocery store trying to run from you screaming stranger danger, what was going through your mind at that time? I thought those other two old people were helping her very good, so I just kind of stood back a little bit and let them do it. You just let it go? Yep, let it go. <laughs> She's like, it's okay. Other people have adopted were, her. It's were, fine. Were they like shooting you like the meanest looks in the world? Well, they kept following, so I don't know if they knew I was Earlier, her mother or not. They even helped me put the groceries from the cart onto the belt to ring it up. Yep, because I was busy doing my own. <laughs> <laughs> and then the old guy turns around and he says, do you need the help, Mag? And I go, no, that lady up front will do it. <laughs> but they didn't think anything of it, I don't think. No, nope, I don't think so either. Well, so, yeah. I guess they run into a lot of that. Yep. Probably. They were very helpful because I couldn't find her. She was in the cookie aisle. So I know that when you go to grocery stores and things, especially with your father or mama, son, you do a lot of weird stuff. You have to. You have to. You got to make fun of life, right? That's right. I'm surprised she hasn't drowned me. I told her. I said if I had a daughter or child that was born the way I was born, I would have been held in her underwater. It's amazing they didn't kill me before. The heart problem. How'd, how'd you learn how to swim? 
she threw me in a pool. Everyone's screaming at the pool. Oh, no, Amy, Amy, Amy. She goes, just let her go. She'll figure it out. Well, yep. That, and it was a deep end, so I couldn't touch. That's a different style of parenting back now. Yeah, well, like, you know oh what? Oh, my she, God, it's the end of the world. Yeah, she whooped my ass in the grocery store once. I was probably about six, maybe, because I wanted Captain Crunch cereal, and she said no. So I kind of threw a fit. She whooped my ass, and she said, you're not eating that shit cereal. We eat Cheerios. <laughs> she was only allowed to have Cheerios. Yep. Cheerios or Rice Krispies. Yeah, Rice Krispies as a kid was like torture. Really? Oh, it was horrible. I had to have sugar added into it or it was just absolutely horrible. Just coming from a diabetic. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But you know what? I never had a cavity until I was, what, 43, 44? Yep. Because you started feeding your own self. See? So Bye. she taught you well. Yes, she did. Yeah, hmm. she did. So, So my first question for you is when... Doctors told you that I was born with transposition of the greater vessels. That's what they called it in the 70s. They now call it arteries. What was the first thing going through your head? That uh, I trusted the doctors. I thought they knew what they were talking about. So I left it up to them as far as the little surgeries that they wanted to do when you were only four days old. What was that? I don't remember that. Well, of course I don't remember it, but what was that? You had They had to do a heart catheter and open up the two bottom parts of your heart oh, because you were a blue baby. Ooh. That had to be rough for mom. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't drink? Nope. You just, believe, you just had faith? Yep. Had faith that doctors could handle it and you oh well, she had faith in me holy well, shit you want to know something about heart catheters side note i hated them when i was 12 i had one didn't i yeah and what happened you pulled the oxygen thing off your head and said you were getting out of there and i cussed at them yes and he told me you had a very bad mouth <laughs> <laughs> and this is at 12 so it's not my fault well you <laughs> Always grown up. Yes, yes. This is not. This Just is not. Full of piss and vinegar. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I think you have to be, you know, because I hated the heart catheters. And then when I went through transplant, you have to have them all the time. And I was like, look, can you like sedate me or a little bit of something? And they're like, well, we can make you give like a little twilight, but that's about it. Because I had such a bad experience when I was 12. I had said, I'm never doing that shit again. Okay. Never. Just just so we know, what exactly is a heart What do they do? You want to explain that one? They uh, go in through the groin of your leg. They make a small incision and find the main artery that leads to the heart and run a small camera and go into the heart to look at it and take pictures to see if the red and the blue blood is mixing. What, like the pressures, what the pressures are in the heart and if there's any leakage. Because sometimes uh, the ultrasound type thing that they would do on her would not show at all. So they have the only way they could find out the best way was do the heart catheter. And after you have heart catheters, you have to lay flat for six hours. See, I know my dad had a heart catheter. 
Mm-hmm. And then they had like a sandbag they put on his leg. And he kept joking because he kept farting. Ah, <laughs> 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 that's funny. Uh, all I know is that when you're uh, old, you get older, um, you have a lot of scar tissue. And for me, I have to wear like the high legged, like bikini type underwear because I can't have anything sitting on that because it, it bothers me. And I don't know if it's from, you know, being a kid and they, I'm sure I was when they had, I mean, kids, you know, it, it hurts. If anyone wants to know, it does hurt. I don't care what doctors tell you. They're like, oh, it's nothing. It's like a little bee sting bullshit. It's not. <laughs> so we went through the heart cast. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. then they said that I had to have open heart surgery, and that's when I was 12. Now, the first surgery, I don't remember. That's why we got Mama's son. So the first surgery, we'll back up, happened in November 20th, 1978. My birthday's November 5th. I had to be a year old. Why? Because they wanted you at 10 pounds. I wish I wish that was my problem now. Oh, we need her to gain weight. <laughs> we made it. And that was with feeding you every two hours around the clock, 24-7. I try to do that now. Yeah. <laughs> How's it make you? And you, <laughs> and you got to 10 pounds, 5 ounces at one year old. Wow. Yep. That's, uh... And that's how big your sister was when she was born. I was going to say, isn't it? Average size like eight, nine, ten pounds for an average newborn baby. Mm-hmm. So, what was Amy when she was born? She was seven, fourteen, twenty-one inches long. Wow. She can't remember my name half the damn time, but she can remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and she said my name. It's all right. It's, well, it's fine. People know. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> when she was. Uh, she kept going back and forth into the hospital like every three to four weeks because of her condition, her lungs would fill up with blood and they'd have to go in and drain it because they'd say, oh, she's got double pneumonia. Well, this it was is when just, I was 12. And no, this was younger. Oh, it was? Yes. I because, remember 12. Because the nurses said that you were up all night long. They couldn't get you to calm down. What did I do at home? And I says, well, she's cutting teeth. And I used to give her a little apricot brandy. And they asked me if I couldn't bring it up to them. And I did. And they gave it to you. This was Children's Hospital of Detroit, people. Yeah. So did they take a shot or two after dealing with her? I have no idea. They probably just put their finger and rubbed it on the gums. Yeah. And then they took a quick shot of their own. Well, they might have needed it. I remember when I was 12, I had to. I got really sick and got really skinny. And I remember getting all these testing done, all these testing. And uh, the x-rays don't show color. It just shows, oh, well, there's fluid in her lungs. And they kept saying she has double pneumonia, double pneumonia. I don't remember ever getting drained. And then it was New Year's Eve, 1990. My mom had her friends over and they had a child that was my age. And they were in, my mom and dad and their friends were playing Pinnacle, card game, for those of you who don't know what Pinnacle is. And I started coughing. 
And I used to cough. And when I would cough, I would cough up blood just a little bit. Nothing. I mean, it was concerning, but it was nothing to like, you know, they, no one knew. I sprayed the entire bathroom with blood. I mean, the countertop, the floor, the toilet, the sink, everything. Even the mirror, vanity mirror, I remember that. This was like a throw up? A yes. Sp a spray. A spray just all over. Out just of the mouth, out of the nose, out mouth, of both. both. Nose both. and mouth. And it scared the little girl, you know, the girl I grew up with. And she ran and I told her not to tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody. But they did because I knew. I know I'm going to the hospital and I know this is probably not good. And then when we got to the regular hospital that was in Pontiac, they said, okay, well, we got to take her to Children's Hospital of Detroit. And I remember being in the ambulance and they said, is there anything we can get you? And I said, yeah, I want lights and sirens. He goes, all right. <laughs> so the ambulance driver Hell gave yeah, you they lights did. and sirens. Yeah. And I said, are we going fast? And he goes, I'll go fast once I get closer to the hospital. But yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. When I got there, they wouldn't let my parents in at first. And that scared me because I had just kept going and going. And now I'm losing blood a lot. And I remember the nurse say or the doctor coming in and saying we need to do something fast because she only has four days to live and i'm like oh hey okay and then they finally let my parents in what they tell you like what they say they needed to do they needed to open you up to do heart a form of heart surgery because you had a pig valve in and it's like an accordion and as you grew or gained weight it was supposed to expand slowly well you had a growing spurt and it was so rapid that uh, pig valve exploded, and you were—that's where the blood was coming from. And so they had to go in, and they said this time there was enough of your heart back muscle to build you an artery. And so that's what they did, and you know. And what they tell you after surgery? That eventually down the road you'd need a heart transplant. Do they give you a time frame? They said maybe in the next 10 years. Okay. They were wrong. They yep. were wrong. Well, yeah. And then, so I was 12 then. Then when I was 18, I found out that the right side of my heart was enlarged. And they had talked about transplant then. And they said, but, you know, we probably can make it to the age of 20 um, before a transplant. And I was 43. They were wrong again. Did you ever think that they were wrong? Or did you, I mean, you just said earlier, you know, I had trust in these doctors, but they were wrong. Well, they're not God. They could only tell me you'd live to be seven. You'd live to be 12. You'd live to be 15. You'd live to be 20. And look at you. You're 45 years old. Right? Yeah. Am I still mean? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one asked you. Why you're <clears throat> don't matter. Don't matter. Do you think I had to be that way? Do you think it's a defense mechanism? Yep. Yes, I do. Why? Because that's the way you are. If I wasn't this way, and I was the nice, sweet girl that was not a potty mouth, <laughs> do you think I would have made it? I don't think so. No, I know I wouldn't have. I don't think I you totally would have. No. No. Yeah. No, I think you would have gave up. I'm not saying that I don't want. There, I mean, 
<laughs> I never did as a kid because she never treated me any different. Never restricted you. Never restricted me. Um, my We would go up north to these cabins um, when I was a kid and my cousins would go. And my cousins would run on the beach and jump off the dock and, you know, I'm like, no. And my mom's like, you can do it too. Okay, well, first of all, I didn't really want to jump off the dock, but I run down the beach. <laughs> like, you know, but I never, they did everything they did, I got to do. You know, so I, I never felt any different growing up. So you, I, you never really noticed any difference of as child as you were compared to other no, children? No, I never really got tired. I sometimes if my cousins would do things that, you know, I thought, oh, well, I could do that, but I think it's dumb and I don't want to. That was just kind of my thing. Um, but I wasn't like a kid that just played by herself. I mean, I always had people over. We always, I always had friends over. I mean, when I was in high school, I think my parents officially adopted like, I don't know, maybe 10 kids. <laughs> but now, that's just how I was. I mean, I. So when she was a child, did you have fear that something was going to happen if she played no. too rough? No. Nope. Or... I did it first. And then uh, my dad had come to me and he said, listen, there's a place in Colorado I'd like to send Amy to. It's for children with different ailments. And it's like a camp for them. And they learn to do things by themselves. I think you need to let go. And that's when I realized I wasn't going to send her to Colorado, but I did learn to let go and let her do her thing. So you let her live her life. Yep. And didn't treat her any different than anyone else. But she's no. never too far away. No, I'm always the next aisle over in the grocery store. <laughs> yes, yeah, so she's yelling, stranger danger. Right. Yeah. Yes. She's never too far away in case, you know, in case I need her. Yeah. So. That's a good mom. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's the best. She raised a badass. <laughs> it is Mother's Day, so. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So what kind of advice? Would you have for parents that have children that may be sick or have a congenital heart problem? What would, what would you tell them? I would tell them to do the research. Of course, nowadays you have the internet and everything you can look up on it as far as the doctors go. Uh, and just have faith in them and trust them. Yeah. I guess back in the day, all you really had was like Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to look in the encyclopedia. And whatever the doctor would say, yeah. you, know, you would just have to believe that. Yeah, I hated school, so I would look in encyclopedias all the time to find like a disease or something. I just hated school. And uh, one time I told my mom I had leprosy, <laughs> and she came in and she goes, no one gets that. Now get your ass out and go to school. Leprosy. <laughs> yes. Because you were looking up encyclopedias. Yeah, I was like, what can I have that is going to keep me home? <laughs> and it wasn't that I couldn't do school. I just I just didn't like going. I didn't like getting up early. That was my problem. Yeah, and when you were in the, of course, I sent you to a private school, and it was a Catholic one, and after being there a year, you had come back to me, and you said you wanted to convert to be Catholic, and I said, why? And you <laughs> says, well, everybody gets to drink this red wine, and that's what I want to do. So, <laughs> I only wanted to be kid. It wasn't about Jesus. Nope. <laughs> You only wanted the wine. It was the blood of Christ. It was all about the alcohol. 
yep. is the blood of Christ. Sure. <laughs> that, that, that's the first thing in a kid's head. It's, oh, yeah, it's the blood of Christ. Not, yeah, and I wanted to taste alcohol. those. Yeah, well, I wanted to taste those little wafer cookies, too. Sorry, I did now. They weren't that bad. They just didn't have a taste. It just I, wasn't a taste. I hear them like they taste like they're stale. Uh, stale maybe, has a taste. Maybe, maybe it was just stale has a taste. To... This doesn't have a taste. But I don't know. I be well, and we can chalk that up to I wanted to do what the other kids were doing. All the other kids were doing it. Well, why can't I do it? And I told you to give me five good reasons, and you couldn't do it. The only one you could do was drinking the wine. On Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, we want to thank Mama Sam. Thank for you. Coming on on this wonderful Mother's Day. I'm sure we'll be doing. Oh, some we'll work. definitely do, be doing more with Mama Sam, and then we will introduce Papa Sam. And uh, <laughs> he definitely has some stories. I trust. I definitely know about. Oh, his will be about how I wanted to help him work on cars with a rock. Or, and you, oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that and how state. my dad would, my mom and dad would always ask me when I was in high school, you know, how do you, how did you get this money? Because you know, I would make all this money, and my mom goes, "Are you selling drugs?" She asked me this, and I said, "No." I said, "I'm racing stupid ass boys on the weekend because my dad put a race car motor in my truck because you blew the first one up from racing them." Okay, well, we'll learn, so there more you go. About, we'll learn more about that one next time. Uh, any final words? Um, don't forget, if you listen to this podcast, and please do. Um, subscribe. Yeah, follow subscribe, it. Subscribe, follow. Um, sure. You can always get a hold of us at baunicorn at g29 at gmail.com. That was baunicorn29 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from y'all. Well, thanks, Mom. Thank Happy you, Mama Sun. You're welcome. Yep. And it now was we're... fun. We'll definitely have you back on for more fun stories. And now we're going to have a barbecue. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Everybody have a good Mother's Day. Bye.